Hey, Giants fans in the great state of New York. We have an offer from Caesars Sportsbook that you won't want to miss. New customers can get their first bet on Caesars all the way up to $1,250. All you have to do is use our code NYGINSIDERFULL at sign up. If you sign up with our code NYGINSIDERFULL, you will not only have your first bet insured, but you will also be directly supporting our podcast. So if you haven't signed up for Caesars Sportsbook, join with our code, which is all one word, NYG Insider Full and drop your first bet. This offer is only available to new customers who are 21 years of age or older and physically present in the state of New York. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. See podcast description for full terms. Thank you. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. All right, Chris, it's OTA season. Um, Without further ado, what do you got, buddy? Well, well, today today started the second week of OTAs. Um, Last week, you know, we were there for one of them. And Jerry, what I could tell you is that... um, you got to see a weapon on the field for the Giants that you haven't seen in a while, bro. Yeah. Um, and we all know. Look, obviously, I'm talking about Darren Waller. And, of course, this is not a rookie. It's not like, you know, oh, i never really seen him in college. You know, everybody knows what Darren Waller is when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some of these guys, so, you know, me and you, what, what have you seen down? Well, we've seen him on TV, right? The last, uh, what's he doing, like five years, whatever it is. Yeah, it's like he came into his own about five years ago. Right. Well, he's, you know, we had a couple of injury seasons. I think it was four years ago. He had his first thousand, you know, whatever it was. Anyway, it's about five years ago, whatever it was. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so we've seen him, you know, play for the Raiders and all that stuff. And we're like, oh, wow, this guy, you know, and when he, when he was <clears throat> having those two big years, we were like, you know, I'm sure everybody was like, man, what a weapon. I, I used to watch him and be like, man, this guy. But I tell you what, dude, you know, some of these guys, Jerry, that they come over here, you know, and you see him, you see him up close. And you say, wow. And yeah. he's one of those guys, dude, that um, you say, wow. Uh, you know, first of all, Jerry, and Daniel Jones said this too the other day. He's listed at 6'6", right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys, dude, I've seen in a locker room, you know, they're listed at 6'3", 6'2". I'm like. And you're, you're 6'2", so you're like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm like, there's no way they're 6'2". <laughs> Again, dude, the Kyler Murray thing. You know. Right, right, exactly. You know, and you see a guy, oh, he's six feet, and you say, yeah, he's stretching, he's five ten. You know, yeah, or, or you know, whatever it might be. But dude, you know, so while we all know he's listed six six, and and I I stood next to him the other day, and Jerry, he is huge, yeah, huge, yeah, um, just an athletic freak, bro. He really is. Uh, Daniel said it the other day. It was funny because Daniel kind of said. And his presser, what I was thinking the whole time watching him in front of me in the OTA. And that was, you know, a lot of guys are listed at 6'6", six, six, but they're not. They're 6'4", 6'5", 6'3". Even 6'3". They stretch it that much. Yeah. But he's a legit 6'6". Six, six, and he's an athletic freak, bro. Um, yeah. To watch him run up close, to watch him the other day, you know, one-on-ones and the 7-on-7 seven seven drills and guys are having a problem covering him, man. And, and you know, and, and a lot of people like... This is what I get out of the OTAs, you know. A lot of people, I see a lot of people say, whatever, all oh, these OTAs, you don't get nothing. Well, for me personally, I like watching the OTAs and stuff because you start getting a little feel of what the coaches are thinking, yeah. okay? Like you'll see like the first offensive, like the first unit of the offensive line was out there, right? 
And so you say to yourself, well, you know, what's Bobby Johnson? What's Dable? What's Kafka thinking about left guard, right? Mm-hmm. Even center. Yeah, are they going to throw Schmitz out there? Is he going to stop? Well, well, you know, so you see the ones the other day. <laughs> and you see Schmitz out there with the ones. Mm-hmm. And you see Ben Brennison out there with the ones and left guard. So these OTAs, you kind of get a feel with it thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. Guys have shorts on, all that stuff. You know, if guys look great and running routes, and okay, you can only take that, you know, with a grain of salt. You know, okay, we'll see what happens when they put the pads on. But you get a you get a feel of what the coaches are thinking. You know, mm-hmm. you get a feel of some guys the way it's speed wise up close. You know, um, and like like for instance, Jerry, like you know, I was wanted to see who Wink <clears throat> was going to throw out there with the ones opposite of a Dory, right? Mm-hmm. It's competition out there, right? Obviously, we draft number one pick is you know your number one pick is Banks, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So you say, okay, are they going to throw him out there with the ones? They did. You know, they threw the kid, the free agent pickup, you know, from the Lions. They threw him out there with the ones. Now that's not to say Banks is not going to be out there by the end of August or middle of August with the ones, but you kind of get a feel for what they're thinking. You know, Bobby McCain's out there next to McKinney, as I kind of predicted. I think he's probably going to come out of that, but we'll get into a little bit more of some of these new guys. There's one kid I really got an eye on, and I see him in the yeah. play today in OTA. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of like what he presented. That's the Owens kid. We'll get into him a little bit. But these OTAs, you kind of see. But Darren Waller, dude, uh, all I could tell you, Giant fans, and like I said, you know, you see some people out on Twitter saying, oh, you know, uh, he's going to be a real what? Like, he's got a resume. We know what this guy could do, you know. It's a matter of staying healthy. Um, but I tell you, Jerry. He was running those little sideline routes, not little side. He was running vertical sideline verticals, you know, those deep sideline routes. And Daniel, I, I'm going to say this, and it's early in the process, but I'm going to say it right now. Mm-hmm. Daniel, now I've been around Daniel for four years. This is year five. I've been around Daniel. He seems to be oozing with confidence. Okay, Chris, what do you mean? Well. There's a different look about him, and this is early. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, now, we all know what Daniel could do and all that, but I think Jerry, with this contract, I think knowing, yay, hey, I'm the, I'm the guy here. Job security, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like this, you know, last training camp was different. Hmm? New regime, yep. prove it. We're not picking up your fifth. Yep. Daniel was even laughing with us a little bit at his press the other day. That's something he never does, <laughs> you know? Um, I think... Just the way he was zipping it, walking around. I'm saying to myself, eh, you know, Daniel's a little different. A little different. I could just see it in him right now. I just think that confidence, Jerry, where, hey, they believe in me. Hey, I'm coming off a good year. We all know Daniel's coming off a good year, right? We all know that's why you got the 40, uh, you know, the 40 million, right? Per whatever came up. Um, I liked what I saw, dude. I liked, and and please, I know it's seven and sevens, but Daniel's another guy with a resume coming off a nice year. I just like, I look for little things at times at plays, Jerry, you know? I look for mm-hmm. little things. Yeah. And I like the way he was walking around. I just like the way he was running the show, Daniel, man. I really do. You know what, Jerry? And I, I asked Daniel at the presser, and now Daniel's only going to give you so much. Right. You know, I said, you know, Daniel's year five, you know, but is this the most exciting is this the most exciting you've been going into a season? Because let's face it, Jerry. A, it's year two, the same coordinator, something he really hasn't had. Right. Two, it's Brian Dable. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mike Kafka. Mm-hmm. Right? Three, the main thing, Jerry, 
weapons. Yeah, right. Exactly. Weapons. Yep. And, you know, Daniel's like, you know, he gave, he gave me the typical Daniel. And, yeah, yeah, but, that, but yeah, you know, I kind of like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. So he gives you that, goes back and forth. But I just asked him that question because I wanted to see his reaction as soon as I asked him, right? Mm -hmm. And I know Daniel's going to come out with his Daniel answers, you know, basically. But this shows you how much of a psychopath I am, folks, okay? No, I'll look good stuff, dude. I'll look at eyebrows on an athlete mm -hmm. sometimes when I ask a question. Or, or somebody else asks a question. It could be any of my colleagues, right? Yep. Just to see how they react. And Daniel, like, hit, like two seconds in my ass, he kind of looked, he looked at me because I was behind him. He looked at me and he starts getting... But his eyebrow went up in excitement. Like, you could just see it, Jimmy. I'm, look, Jimmy, maybe I'm a psychopath. No. Maybe I look into this so stuff too much. Nope, no. All I can tell you is that, folks... Body, la body language is huge, dude. Absolutely. Body language is huge. Yep. All I can tell you is, folks, um, I think Daniel's real excited because he's never going to admit this. He's never going to come out and say, yeah, I finally got some weapons around here. You know, I He's never going to admit that, Daniel. That's Daniel. He's never going to He's never going to say something like that that sheds a bad look to the organization, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. But I think when he was winging a ball all over the lot with Darren Wally the other day, dude, you got to be in a coma if this doesn't get your excitement level up because he's never had a weapon like this, dude. Yeah. Never had a weapon like this. Now, Evan Ingram was an athletic tight end, but Evan Ingram was not Darren Waller. He's not Darren Waller. Now, Chris, what is it about Waller? Is it the size and... and Dude, the size, the, the, speed. the speed. Is it... Or is, is he faster than you thought he was? Jerry, he's faster than I thought he was. Mm -hmm. I saw him running routes. Guys couldn't cover him in routes, one-on-one -on -one routes. I'm telling you. Now, I'm not trying to be funny, but we have trouble with pedestrian tight ends. I can't imagine them trying to cover that guy. Right. Well, I know... I, <laughs> it's funny to say because I saw people on Twitter kind of say, uh-oh, that means we... But, but, folks, just keep this in mind. For two years, nobody could cover Darren Waller when he was matched up one-on-one. -on -one. But it, it'll make it'll make our cover guys better. Banks says it all the uh, iron oh, oh, sharpens oh, iron. Iron sharpens iron. Right. Yeah, iron. No, no, no question about it, you know? Right. No question about it. But, Jerry, just looking at it from the offensive point of view mm -hmm. in Waller, forget about what corners were out on him, you know, what guys were out on him, whatever it might be. Just look yeah. at him. What a, what a matchup nightmare, dude. <laughs> so so you just asked me, Chris, what is it about him? Well, dude, he's 6'6", a legit 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> Jerry, I'm telling you, dude, when you see this stand next to this guy, you think he's 6'8". Yeah. But he's 6'6", right? Mm -hmm. His speed, his athleticism, the way he could go up and get it, yeah. right? And I think he needed a new start. You know, I think it was going bad in Vegas. They kind of, the offense, McDaniels, this system really wasn't tailored for him as much as he thought probably was going to be. Yeah. Now, he has some injuries. I get it, you know? And I, you know, some, you know, look, Josh McDaniels is the type of guy. Now, I don't know if this is what happened with him and Walla, but somebody kind of told me a couple months ago that Josh has a little bit of a reputation of kind of like, you know, if you're not one of his guys, you know, you're kind of on the outs. Well, now, it may, that makes sense because the comment <laughs> Waller made was they value the, your opinion. Did you notice that, Jerry? Yes. And that's yes. exactly why I'm bringing this up in a podcast because somebody two years ago, uh, a couple months ago, I was talking to this person, you know, Wally, you know, Raiders there. And they're like, Chris, listen, I know a lot of people who know McDaniels. This is what the person told me. And sometimes, now, I don't know if this is what happened, Wally. I'm not going to say this is what happened, Wally. All I could say is that McDaniels has had a reputation up in New England that if you won't kind of one of his guys, he kind of yeah. like, okay, you're on the back burner a little bit, you know, you know, um, and all that. He's just a little... A little bit isolate, a little isolation going on when you're not one of his guys, you know. Yeah. 
Yep. I don't know if that's what happened. But, like you just brought up, Jerry, I noticed he made that comment. They value our opinion here. Folks, read between the lines. Darren was taking a little shot at Josh McDaniels. I think it validates what you heard, to be honest with you. Oh, Jerry, listen to me. I don't put this shit, I don't put this stuff on Twitter. I don't put this stuff on when me and you talk on a podcast about, hey, somebody told me this, Jerry, if it was some half a banana or some (laughs) half a tomato. I don't do that, dude. I don't rush to run out there. Oh, this is what I heard. I heard it. Dude, when I say something like that, it's from a very, I think you know me by now, Jerry, long enough. It's from a very reliable source. Yes. Now, once again, I reiterate, I don't know if that's what happened with him and McDaniels. All I can tell you is that when he said that, Darren Waller, to us last week, the first thing that popped in my head said, ooh, what does he mean by that? Yeah. So, forget about that. That's in the past, right? I think he's a guy that needed maybe a fresh start. I think he, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and look, you got to remember something too, Jerry. You don't even know what the hell the Raiders quarterback's going to be this year. Oh, is that amazing? Okay, so they go from Derek Carr, who was on the outs for some reason last year. He moves on, right? Yeah. Uh, why? I, I don't know. Maybe that Josh McDaniels thing again, mm-hmm. you know? But anyway, Carr moves on. Uh, now they go out and they get Jimmy G, and they don't even know if he's going to play. Failed his physical. Okay. Oh God. So... Wow. He has to come back from surgery. Yeah, I mean, so I think Darren Wall looks at that, and goes, "Man, I, I might even have, I might have had Brian Hoyer throwing me this year." Right. Oh, who knows with Brady? I don't trust anything Brady does. For you know, he can own part of the team, come back and play. You never yes. know with Brady. Totally. You never know with Brady, right? Yeah. Yep. So, but I think he needed a fresh start. I, I see. It, it seems like the first moment he's walked in these doors, uh, Wall really loves that he got a fresh start. And, dude, honestly, when these guys come and they play for Dable, mm-hmm. Jerry, they love it. They love Dable. They love Kafka. Um, they love everything about the system. They love everything about the coaching, you know. Um, yeah. So I think he's going to really – and you can see it right away, dude. Um, a couple guys standing next to a couple guys last week, and, and you could just say, wow, look at the way they use it. Man, this guy is going to be used all over the field. What do you mean by that, Chris? Well, this is what I mean. You're going to see him on the X, on the outside. You're going to see him from the slot. You're going to see him all over, dude, to try to create mismatches. Yeah, not to you state know? the obvious, but it, it's kind of what the Chiefs do with Kelsey, right? Absolutely. And it's Kafka, you know, you it's know, the background. You know? and, and and Kelsey, you know, you're going to see that type of influence in Kafka, which you've seen a little bit last year. You know, yeah, you've seen a little, sure. especially in the red zone. You've seen a little bit. The thing with Wallace is that he, like, he's, like, faster than Kelsey. Like, he, you could put him on the outside, like, as an X. Yeah. That's how, Jerry, that's how fast he's up close. I'm telling you, dude, where do you see this guy? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, so, dude, he stays healthy. You know, Saquon comes back. I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about Saquon in a few minutes about something. That yeah, dude, kinda... because we got about 30 questions on Saquon. So do we? Now. Okay. Yeah, a lot of them. Um, <laughs> Saquon comes back. You got two serious weapons, bro. Another kid. Speaking of last week's OTA. Another kid, man. Wow. Speed, from the slot, tough matchup, dude. Paris Campbell, tough. Just mm-hmm. going to be a tough matchup for guys from the slot. You know, um, so it's going to be, it's gonna, and Saquon comes back, it's going to be a very interesting offense, Jerry. 
a very interesting offense where you have the potential to, you know, to put some points on the board this year. You know, I, and Daniel just walking around, just looking. You know, he just looks like a guy that knows he's it. He's the man. Nothing over his shoulder. You know, nothing I got to prove. You know, he's of course you always got to prove yourself in this yeah. league, but you know, nothing. But he's just like walking around. So I just wanted to get that out there as far as the defensive side of the ball. You know what? I, first, hang on one second uh, yeah. because I want to stay on this a little bit. Yeah. First, it, it's really refreshing. To hear that, what you said about Waller, because we have the complete opposite coach in, in Dable, right? None of his guys were his guys last year, other <laughs> than the draft picks and, you know, Mark Lewinsky or whoever he brought in free agency. Right. And Daniel Jones became his guy. Sterling Shepard, before he got hurt, became his guy, right? O'Shane Zimenez became someone to depend on. So, you know, it's great to have a coach with an open mind like that who yeah. accepts the team and, and, and basically puts players in positions to succeed. Um, and I got a question for you now. So you have Waller, right, and, and, and this weapon that he is, it sounds like, I don't want to say the offense is going to go through him, but in the passing game, he is going to make Wando Robinson. He's going to make Jalen Hyatt. He's going to make Paris Campbell so much more effective if he can work, right? What I mean, Absolutely. It, it, it's, it's almost like it's, How about you know, it? Barkley and him are one in one A in this offense, no? Oh, absolutely. He's going to be the number one target, dude. Yeah. You know, and then if you get Saquon, you can't stack boxes. Oh, and Jerry, what I saw the other day, and of course, this is just an OTA, but like I said, I always look for little things of what coaches are doing. And you could pick things up in these OTAs. Trust me, you could pick things up. I've been doing this a while now. And a lot of times I'll tell you, Jerry, look, they're going to be doing it. Remember, Jerry? And you'd be like, and he was down the road. They did it, right? I was like, Jerry, yeah. I told you they were going to be doing it, remember? Yeah. Um, if this offensive line holds up, in pass pro, you're going to see a lot of verticals, dude. Mm. You're going to see a lot of downfield action. A lot more than last year with Darius Slayton. You're going to see it with Campbell. You're going to see it with Walla. Okay? You're going to see a lot more downfield vertical throws. Now, what dictates that, Jerry? Like the same old story. Yeah. You got to give Daniel time. Yeah. Now, if you start a game off, you try a few hits, but Daniel's getting blasted. The offensive line's not holding up. Well, then you got to go back to the quick hits, the slants, the digs, all that, Daniel's legs, all that, you know, which is always a part of it anyway. But, <coughs> excuse me, all part of that. You got to adjust, right? That's what something we saw with Dable did last year. You got to adjust on the fly. All I, all, I, all I could tell you, Jerry, is that, you know, this line holds up and they give Daniel, you know, time and all that stuff. Or you got, are you getting second in shorts, you know, are you working, whatever it might be, uh, you're going to see a lot more verticals, dude. Uh, I'm telling you, you're going to see a lot. I could just get a feel already the way they th- the, what they're thinking. You know, you got you got speed now, dude. You got Campbell, who's really fast, dude, yeah. really fast. Yeah. How about Jalen Hyatt? Wait till he works in the offense, right? Yeah. You got Slayton. We all know his speed. And now you got a tight end that's like a gazelle out there. You know, right. I'm, not, I'm a, not saying Hodgins is so. a speed guy, but he's your probably your second receiver. And then you got Isaiah Hodgins in the mix, right? <laughs> So it's amazing know, how it's amazing how deep Waller makes this receiving core, Chris. Right? Yeah, and it's amazing what he's going to open up, Jerry. Yeah, right. That's the you know it's going to be amazing what he opens up now. Him and Barkley on the field, that's going to be two legit weapons. Okay, now Saquon Barkley, you know, like I reported last week, you know, the Giants expect us to go deep into OTAs, right? And mm-hmm. well, we're starting to get deep in OTAs now. Yeah. You know, minicamp is in a couple of weeks. Mandatory minicamp June thirteenth. I think it is. So it's not far off. Right? 13, 14 days, fifteen, two couple weeks away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
we're starting to get a little bit into OTAs now, and then when the mini camps, the last thing that goes on before training camp, and we fully expect Saquon. You know, he hasn't signed his um, franchise, so he won't be at mini camp and all this. So, you know, Jerry, at first, I was always like, "There's no way Saquon's not going to sign his franchise in July, and he'll be with this team in September, right?" I hope I'm right with that. But the more I think about it, Jerry, I'm not 100% on that anymore. Now, it's nothing about anybody telling me anything or nothing like that. But you hope, right, dude, that he doesn't doesn't sign his tag and sit. you hope he doesn't sit out a few games to try to make a point to the Giants. Look how much you miss me. Yeah. Look, we saw with Emmitt Smith. Yeah. We saw with Le'Veon Bell. So my initial reaction when this all happened, Jerry, was like, no, there's no way. No, not Saquon. No way. He'll he'll sign it. He ain't gonna, he's not going to do this to his teammates. He, maybe he's pissed, but he's going to. Well, you know what, dude? Um, I kind of hope I'm right. My initial reaction was right, Jerry. Um, I hope he doesn't want to make a point of, you know what? I'll sit out of training camp and I'll sit out a few games if you don't want to pay me what I, you know, what I think I'm worth. And let's see what you guys do the first couple of games. We've seen it with great backs in the past. Jerry, that's my thinking the last week or so. How do you feel about that? All right. Uh, before I answer, Chris, hang on one second, guys. We're going to take a break and be right back after this. You'll listen to the... Yeah. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Nobuitz, Biz, Bizignano, and Jerry Foley. I mean, I trust you with, with this information, and, and you're, usually your, your gut is right. Um, I just think the longer it goes, I, don't, I mean, I just think the, the, the Giants have so much leverage here. And I, I think at some point it's a pride thing. I can understand why Saquon hasn't signed. So it's tough, man. It's because they have, the Giants seem to hold the till he can force them into, like you said, maybe they lose week one because they don't run the ball well. And it's like, oh, wow, they really miss Saquon. And then it's, all right, well, here's your 14 or 15, whatever it is, million that, that you wanted or 16, whatever it is. I don't know. You know better than me. It's, it's right now, I, I just, I think the longer this goes, um, unfortunately, it's, I know this, it's kind of repetitive, but it's just going to extend and extend. And then you, you want to see who blinks first. And right now the Giants have to hold the cards, but it's got to be a pride thing for Saquon, man. Has to be. I agree. Uh, you know, when Daniel, his best friend on a team, gets paid, fine, that's great. Dex gets paid, and I never wanted to think that, but you know what? You never know, man. A lot of times it comes down to, like like you just said, the pride 
a little bit of the ego, maybe like, hey, I, you know, why aren't they paying me? You know what I want. Dex got what he wanted, Daniel. Right. And um, now I don't know that for a fact. I have not talked to Saquon, obviously. Um, but dude, you hope it doesn't come to the point of Saquon wanting to show the Giants, right? Like, well, I'm going to sit out a few games then. Right. I'll sign it by the week four, whatever it is. But guess what? I'll pull at Emmett Smith. You remember that back in the day yeah. when he did that to the Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 now I I I never like to say 100 percent anything, but I'm gonna go out go out and say this 100 percent. I don't think he ever sits out the whole season. No way, no way. I I hope I'm I hope I'm right in that, Jerry. I hope you don't yeah. the, you know come back in November. Go Christmas. Remember when you said back? In, you yeah, know? No, no, no. You know? I think um, the same way. Yeah. Um. But as this goes on, and they're not really close now. Father's negotiations, from what I understand, mm. um, you hope that Saquon doesn't say, "Well, you know what? Yeah, you got this guy Waller, you got Paris Campbell, you drafted the kid higher, but 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 you know what? I'm still this the straw that stirs the drink in this mm. offense, right? Um, let's see how you do without me." Yeah, and the, you know, you go to o- the OTAs go and the mini camp, and then it's like, if I'm him, I'm like, "Well, why am I going to sign for?" Training camp, I you know I'm, I'm in shape. I, I'm not going to sign. For, I want to see how lo- far this goes, and it, can they win without me? And then it's week one. It's like who's going to blink, right? I, I, it's tough, man. It's not easy. Um, yeah, he's he's almost he's still really the face of the franchise too. I know Absolutely. Jones got paid, Absolutely. but Saquon is the face. So, I you know all I can hope for is that he that he that, that he does sign at the Giants, give him something that's fair. But I I see both sides in this one, Chris. I really do. It's I not agree easy. with you. I yeah. agree with you. I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. I understand where Joe Shane's coming from. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, as this goes on, as this goes more, you know, on more and more deep into the, you know, starting going to the summer and training camp, excuse me, into July, excuse me, into July before camp. Uh, as that deadline approaches, July 17th, you know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting um, because after that, what, you can't negotiate anymore. All you yep. can do is sign the tag. You got the first four games, something like that. Yeah. Um, so you kind of hope that Saquon doesn't want to want to show the Giants, hey, this is what you miss. Hey, now okay, go play Dallas, go play the 49ers, go play Arizona, you know. Yeah. Um. And this is what you know. Guess what? Let's see how you do without me. You know, yeah. since yeah. you don't want to pay me, let's see how you do without me. Yeah. Dude, and and look, I am not knocking Saquon. Mm-hmm. I will never knock Saquon's personality. I will never knock him because he's a great kid. I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying it could be the thought process right now as we move along in this, you know, so we'll see. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's a situation like as a fan, I don't fault either side. I'm really 50-50. I understand both sides on this one. This isn't one where you're like, oh, just sign already. They're paying you well. It's like, you know what? I kind of get it. And you brought up good points about, you know, not only Jones, but Dexter Lawrence. And it's like, why can't I get what I'm, you know, I had 1,300 yards last year. I, I, I carried this offense for at least 12 weeks until right. they right. stopped me, right? And then they, right. they focused everything against the run. Yep. So I get it. I really do. Um, but it is what it is. And we can only hope for the best at this point. Um, all right. You wanted to go to defense before. I'm sorry. Yeah. So um, defense, the kid from um, uh, the Lions, the, the, oh, I'm not going to I know. Yeah, Amani uh, oh, I'm going to attempt <laughs> to pronounce his last name. He he was out there opposite of Dory. Yeah. Um, with the, uh, Deontay Banks was with the twos. You know, Donnie Holmes was still with the ones in the slot. Now this is May. Don't forget, this is that's why I put it on Twitter. It's only May. Don't look too much into this stuff. But that's what, the, what they were thinking right now. 
You know, Deontay Banks, look, Jerry, he's got to catch up here, man. You know, he's just learning the system, you know? Yeah. Um, now, do I expect to see Deontay Banks opposite of a Dory um, come Dallas against Dallas? Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do, dude. He's the number one pick for a reason. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I think they have come. I think he'll show enough. I think Winkle Blake, yeah, you know, um, Winkle plays guy. Yeah, put him out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do. I do. Uh, doesn't mean he's going to win the job. You know, I might be wrong, but I think by September, yeah, you're going to see Deontay opposite of Dory Jackson. I do. Yeah, right. And then they'll battle off for that slot. You know, you got Cordell Flott. You got you know Donnie Holmes. You got some other guys for that slot competition, and, and we'll see where they're at. Nick McLeod, looking at some guy. Nick McLeod, you know, Aaron Robinson still. He's probably going to start the end of pop, whatever. But you know, um, and they'll battle off for that slot thing. But I do expect to see Banks. But it's going to be a slow process, dude. You know, who's next to Okereke right now? Was uh, Jared Davis, the veteran. Oh, okay. Who, who finished up the year. Yeah. As we all know, uh, yeah. last year for the yeah. Giants. It was Davis. You know, Beavis has got to work his way back. We'll see what, you know, if Beavis, could, you know, what he brings to the table once he gets, you know, in training camp and all that. But right I now, know McFad- I didn't know if McFadden would have been there. Uh, well, McFadden's in a competition. Yeah. But right now, it's Javid Davis in a current game, you know. Okay. And then obviously Aziz and Thibodeau on the outside, mm. which you had in an X and all that stuff. And like I said before, McKinney and Bobby McCain, that's what they're looking at with the ones. Um, and I'm trying to think it up front. We all know up front stuff like that. So that's that's what Rink is thinking right now. Always subject, subject to change. Um, you know, McKinney talked about he wants to wear the green dot. He likes calling the plays, but we'll see what Rink does down the road with that. It might be a curricade come September. Might stick with McKinney, yeah. you know, yeah. and offense we talked about. So that's, you know, that's something a little But Just I wanted to talk about that wallet thing, man. Um, just so impressive up close, dude. Just yeah. a freak athlete, man. I'm telling yeah, you, man, right. for six, Jerry for six, six, the guy, the way he glides around and, you know, just incredible. Um, just to watch him, you know. Now, look, he's not a big blocking tight end. We know that. He's not going to be really there for blocking. He has blocked a little bit with the Vegas, don't get me wrong. But you're not going to be seeing... Uh, <laughs> much inline blocking from Darren Waller. Right, right. That's not why we got him over here. You know, that's not why Joe brought him over. You got Bellinger. You know, you got you know some, uh, you know, some other couple other guys in there that you know whoever makes the fifty three, especially Bell. By the way, Bellinger looks like he bulked up. He looks huge, huge. Nice. Uh, Bellinger. He looks like he definitely bulked up a little bit. So, um, hey, look, Jerry. When was the last time the Giants had a tight end like this? That think about it. <laughs> Um, like this dynamic. I mean, everybody was hoping for Evan Ingram to be that guy. He wasn't. Um, but this athletic dynamic, dude. I, I, Maybe the one year of Martellus Bennett, but not like this level. I'm just, I'm trying to right. think of the most recent. So, I mean, yeah. you're going to see something that Daniel hasn't had. Yeah. Um, Daniel's got a lot of speed now, you know, especially when Hyatt gets more in the mid, you know, on the outside, from the slot, Darius, the whole deal, dude. So, there. Daniel was happy, man. Daniel's got to be happy. Just entering year five, dude, he's got to be like, man, I finally got some guys. Yeah, I could wing this ball around a lot to, you know? So, And you brought up a good point before. Bringing back, uh, you know, a coaching staff, not only a coaching staff, but a great one and an offense that he loved and he was so comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, but you brought up before on defense, Owens. Is that your boy? What's, 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 what's the deal? Yes, I'm glad you – see, I forgot about that. See, I'm glad yeah. you reminded me. Javarius Owens. Uh, look. Sometimes, you know, so these OTAs, you see some guys out there flying around a little bit, you know, yeah. making some plays. I always look for guys making plays, dude, you know. <laughs> I don't care if you're undrafted, drafted first. I want to see guys making plays. 
I want to see guys that are active doing practice. You know, mm-hmm. show me that, bro. You know, I, that's what I want. I, you know, that's nice. You're the number two pick, but if you're doing, if you're walking around, you look, it looks like you're looking in the sky. You know, you're not, you're not doing crap out there. You know what? Get out of here. So, Demontre Moore. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So you know, get out there and make some plays. That's what I look for. I don't care if you're undrafted. I don't care what, what time. You know. But Javarius Jones, and I saw today he made another play. He made another. He deflected another ball today that Tamon Fox came down with an interception, right? Um, but he's making made a few plays. I, I kind of like the way he ran around. Um, look, the veteran Bobby McCain's obviously going to get that. First, you know, he's going to be the first guy to lose the job. You know, what I mean, yeah. the chance to lose it. Um, but you got some guys. You got the Pinocks, and then you got this kid Owens. Look, a lot of people feel Jerry, this kid Owens should have been drafted. You know? Yeah. He should have been a higher draft. Oh, excuse me, a higher draft pick. So he's just one of those guys, those rookies that were out there. And I kind of like the way he was a little active. Um, he's known as a big, pretty big hitter and all that. You know, kind mm-hmm. of a box safety down in there could do some things. And um, I just one guy, you know, I, I, one guy I'm going to keep an eye on because let's face it, you know, that other safety spot next to McKinney, there's no lock for that right. spot. You know, it's not like Love. It's not like Julian's. It's not like Julian's back. You know, you know okay, well, Julian's going to play next to McKinney. You don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a, you know, it's a competition here, man. It's you know? pretty wide open, Chris, I think. Right. So, you know, let the best man win. I think the kid Owens will be in the mix and we'll see how he progresses. But I kind of like, I kind of like the way he looked, uh, you know, a couple of times I see some guys in OTAs and then training camp and he, like, oh, keep an eye on this dude. You know, keep an eye on this dude. We'll see what happens. So, yep. uh, I like the way he looked, um, uh, that the other day, and we'll see how he progresses. Good stuff. All right, dude. Um, let's get to questions. Unless you have any more updates that I missed. I just want to make sure. Um, as I look through the roster, no, not really. Uh, not really, no. No, just... Uh, I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I was a little surprised Donnie Holmes was with the ones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I okay. was. That's fair. Yeah. I was, you know. Um, but he was. And we'll see. And we'll see how that works out. But, um, <laughs> hey... That's one that's fl- very fluid. <laughs> right. So, and Jerry, just one, uh, one last point. Yeah. You know, Daniel Jones, a big part of his game is his legs, right? Mm-hmm. Big part of the game is those zone reads, the RPOs, and look, we were just talking about Saquon, right? If Saquon doesn't report, and say he holds out, right? He doesn't sign the franchise, and he decides he's going to miss a few games, and will show the giant, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, that takes a big part of Daniel's game away. Yeah. Those zone reads and RPOs now with a rookie running back or, or Matt Breed is not the same right. you know, as when right. Saquon's in the backfield. Yeah. You know, it's just it's little yeah. things like that. You know, don't, you know, with Saquon, you know, the zone reads with Saquon, much more effective when he's in the backfield because he's such a weapon, you know. So we'll see how it plays out. All right. So I'm going to ask you a hypothetical question. Chris is the general manager of the New York Giants. Or Shane's advisor. What do you <laughs> What do you do there? What do you do? Mm-hmm. What would you do? Well, I don't want that cap hit a lot. Uh, I would try to work on the guaranteed money. Yeah. I would try to get him on the guaranteed money a little bit more. Yeah. Because you got to look at it like this: if you franchise him twice, right? It's ten this year. Next year it might go up to eleven, twelve with the cap, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's around. You figure around twenty-two, twenty-one, maybe guaranteed money. So. You try to. I would work on that three year, maybe twenty six guaranteed money, and then get that cap number done eight nine, whatever it might be. That's the way I would approach it. Yeah. Um, obviously, what Saquon wanted the seventeen. Now he's down. He's not. He's below sixteen now. Though. He is below sixteen. Mm. Um, but the Giants probably came down as well. No? <laughs> yeah, but the only problem is yeah. the market. 
and there's not much money to spend anymore. You know, you know the Giants have came down too, so they're gonna have to work on maybe those guaranteed money, whatever it might be. That's the way I would approach it. Probably the guaranteed money aspect of it, mm-hmm. but it's a running back, and uh, no matter how dynamic he is, he's only gonna get so much. Yeah. You know, yeah, and uh, we'll see. So the other day you put out a video and you look like the cat that swallowed the canary because you're talking you're talking about a guy for a while. I just figured I'd ask you. Um, and now he's officially a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you gave your thoughts on Twitter, but for those yeah. who haven't seen well, it, his name, like a, his a, million name of, a million have seen it. So his, name, anyway. his name before free agency and, I mean, you know, yeah. before uh, was bounced around, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, now, mm, Okay. Now the money's gone. Um, I think DeAndre kind of made it known he wants to go to a contender. Uh, the Giants are not in that contender type status right now. What I mean by that is, you know, the Buffalo Bills. Right. The can- obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs. Sure. <clears throat> Somebody like that. I think DeAndre wants to go there. Um, some teams have that type of money. But, look, DeAndre's name was bounced around months ago. I said that, right? I said yeah. that. Yeah. Don't be surprised if Joe pulls off a huge trade here. Now you go out and you draft a Jalen Hyatt, Jerry. You yeah. signed the Paris Campbell. It's a different circumstance now. So. Yeah, no, I have not heard. If anybody's willing to know, I have not heard anything about the Giants. And the reason I asked is because if Barkley signs a deal, then it frees up some more cap space. And it's almost like, well, the, the, is there any leverage there if you want DeAndre Hopkins, sign Barkley, mm-hmm. get him off that franchise tag? Yeah. You know, that hard money. But yeah. that's why I asked. So. Yeah, look, I look, I haven't heard anything about the interest. Um, mm-hmm. But, look, these guys are always wrong, too. You know, oh, it's down to the Bills and Chiefs. It's not. You never know. You never yeah. know. Um, I just think now the Giants look at it and go, okay, you know, we're feeling pretty good about what we what. The wallet, Jerry, look at me. Yeah. Listen to me. I, mean, I should say look at me. <laughs> Listen to me. Yeah. Jerry, if they didn't go out and trade for Darren Waller, mm-hmm. okay, and they, and they they were in OTAs right now with Bellinger as the number one tight end and a couple, you know, receivers, I think it will be a little more in play. Okay. Fair I think it will be a little more in play. A lot, it would be a lot more interest once he hit that market, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but now it's different circumstances, you know? Yep. You know how this league is from two years, you know, two months ago we talked about something. Now two months later, it's a totally different thing. You know yeah, I'm, I'm not putting Jalen Hyatt at any level yet, but I would imagine the drafting of him also, you know, adding Waller and Hyatt, uh, you know, to go along with the, the Paris Campbell pickup. It's it's very crowded. Yes, there's room for DeAndre Hopkins. I'm just saying. I think the mindset changes a bit. That's all. The mindset has changed. Sure, sure. The last few months, the mindset has changed. You know, um, and look, I don't blame Hopkins. I'm sure he is looking to go to a, a red, you know, a Super Bowl contender right now. Yeah. You know? But as as we know, Jerry, it always comes down to money. Yeah. We'll see. You know, but uh, we'll see. We'll we'll see where he winds up. You know, uh, I, I, man, I could see him with the Chiefs with Mahomes. You know, they don't have a legit, legit number one and, and all that. But we'll see, uh, you know. I mean, yeah, the Bills would be amazing with Diggs. Oh, my God. Unless they would get mm-hmm. rid of Diggs. I don't know if they would trade Diggs or what. But Yeah, well, Diggs is yeah. starting his nonsense now in Buffalo. Yeah. It, it took a couple years, and now he's starting his nonsense. Um, yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, how about him and Josh Allen? Um, oh, my God. You know, I mean, I know I know nobody has any chance at the AFC East this year, and that division's over. I understand that. But you imagine him with Josh Allen. I was yeah. going to say, did he mention the Jets? That's another contender, right? No, believe it or not, no, he hasn't. Met, I haven't heard anything about the Jets yet. Believe it, I know everybody wants to be a Jet now, but I haven't heard anything about the Jets. No. All right, all right, guys, we're going to take one more break and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. 
And we are back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz. <clears throat> Bizignano. All right, dude. Thanks for the questions, everyone. We appreciate it. Um, let's kick it off with Kyle Johnson, who is a little, uh, <laughs> a little heartbroken right now. <laughs> yep. It's only one Boston team that ever came back down three, Kyle. You, you know who that is, buddy. God. Portnoy was getting unbearable on Twitter, man. I think Portnoy is going to pay a guy like a hundred thousand a year game with job. Like right? He lost yeah. some kind of bet. I saw that. Oh. He was talking about, yeah, but he's, real quick, he's talking about the greatest comebacks, you know, obviously the Red Sox, um, uh, <laughs> the, 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 you know, uh, who else came back from, why is he, it would have been the Celtics, the Red Sox, oh, oh the come, Patriots uh, Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, yeah. Oh, Patriots I was say, Bowl, a couple of hockey teams have done it, but, uh, but, yeah. but, you know, you know, they also have collapses there, right? You have the, the Patriots 18-0, and and you have the Bruins blowing a 3-0 oh. lead against the Flyers years ago. Oh. So it's kind of both ways, you know? Dude, I, I played golf with a, a, a a guy yesterday, he's a friend of the guy I play golf with. The guy's from Boston. Mm. He draw, He came down, his best friend's a guy I play golf with. And, and dude, he's like, he's like, an odd suicide watch between the Bruins and the Celtics. Oh, my God. It's, it's right. unbelievable. Yeah, and the Bruins this year, right? What a color. No, the Bruins this year. I'm talking about the Bruins yeah, this year. Right. And, oh and, and obviously, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Bruins, I played with him yesterday, and then I text my friend. Yeah. After last night's game, who's also from Boston, believe it or not, he's a, he's a, and I said, dude, how's this? How's so and so? He goes, forget about it. He went like that. <laughs> so he was on suicide watch already from the Bruins. Oh my god! And then this happened last night, and I texted my friend, what it was this one, and he was like, oh, forget about it. You know, so uh, Unreal. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kyle Johnson. Coaching matters so much in every sport. Giants had Costco players last year and made it to the second round of the playoffs. Had what players? So- Costco, like Costco, like Costco. Like, yeah, like, oh, like okay, you, you yeah. buy them in a yeah, 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 yeah. bulk. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Celtics have an elite team, but an awful coach, and get knocked out. <laughs> what do you feel Dable's best trait is as a coach, Chris? Uh, his the question. way you know what uh, his X's and O's, man, and the way he relates to players, man. Yeah. You know, you can relate to players like Pat Shermer related to a lot of players too, but comes to adjustments, X's and O's, and. Uh, you know, you got to show that, man. You got to win games. And I think that's something that Dable has that magic formula, right? Like he, his game plans are, are pretty good, man. And and obviously the way he gets along with plays. Is, so that that's a that's a big thing in this league, man. All right, so you guys. Costco, I like that. Costco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, you answered a lot of the Saquon. I'm not asking those questions. And, um, guys, I'm just, I don't want to get into, like, roster cuts yet. Let's let oh. let's let training camp happen first. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Everyone's asking about surprise cuts, and it's like I, I have no, no idea. idea. No idea. Um, but Michelle Collins asks, "Hey guys, since we have since we've had so many injuries last year, if Bobby Okereke ever got injured for a period of time, would you be worried about the lack of depth at the yeah. linebacker spot? Absolutely. Do you think they will try and pick up a veteran this summer? You guys are the best, Michelle. It's a downer of a question. Love you. Just kidding." Um, yes, I'd be very concerned. Absolutely. Absolutely concerned. Jerry, quick question for you. Yeah. Because this was bouncing around the other day when I was at the OTA. Mm-hmm. Sterling Shepard, does he make this 53? I don't know. I don't know. He almost reminds me of the guy who's going to get cut and become a coach. <laughs> I hope, I, I'm hoping, I'm rooting for him, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, so am I. But you know what? There was like two people who said the same thing you just said. You know what? I could see him getting cut and becoming a coach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. I, 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 it's funny. It's funny you say that. Because uh, somebody asked me the other day, like, they're like, yo, Biz, um, you think Shep makes the 53? And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. It's going to be tough. 
If all these yeah. guys, we just named all those receivers and we didn't name Shepard. And we didn't name Wandell. That's, well, really the, that's the it, spot. But once he's healthy, Jerry, he right. comes right back. Right. So, Jerry, just quickly, quickly. I know it's early, right? But let's, let's do this quickly. I got the roster in front of me, right? Look yeah. at the receiver position. Yeah. Isaiah Hodgins, yes. Absolutely. Slayton, yes. Yes. Campbell, yes. Mm. Jalen Hyatt, yes. Uh, and now it gets interesting, right? You have four definites, and now you got injuries. Shep should be back. Wandell, Jeff Smith, the Jets. Can't see it unless he dominates. I mean, unless he's a spectacular, unless he's Renee uh, Thompson. Jamison Crowder, the veteran. Not a definite oh. yes, but he could be. Uh, yeah, there's a question later. He's my answer to, but go ahead. Could be. Yes. Uh, Colin Johnson making plays already in OTAs. He's back. Yeah. Right? Right. So I got Sills as a no, Polk as a no, Pimpleton as a no, Ford Wheaton. I have a practice squad, you know, all that. I don't have him making a 53. This is just early, folks. This is just early. Ford Wheaton could come out and play like. Forget about it. I'm just saying. Just is just you know what I mean? Right. So we got four definites, and then you got Jamison Crowder, Colin Johnson, uh, then you got the guys coming back for injury, Shep and Wandale. So it's gonna be tough, bro. It's gonna be real tough, and especially like you said, when Wandale's healthy, what do you do? Um yeah. right now, maybe you're reading all those names, Shep might squeeze in, but it wouldn't surprise me if Colin Johnson made it because of his size and if he's healthy. Uh he looked good last year, man, before yep. he got went down. Real good. Um yep. So it's interesting. It's going to be real interesting. You got four definites. You got a couple other guys battling for five and six. You got a bunch of guys, and you just see Andrew who comes back. Wondell was running on the side the other day, bro. Yeah, right. I mean, like I said, it doesn't look like he's going to be back to maybe October, start the year in a pup, I'm sure. But I don't put any past these guys anymore. I really don't. After what Shep last year, I don't, you know, but we'll see. Yeah. You know, but he's a guy I don't expect at the beginning of the year, you know, but. We'll find that out more in training camp, and we'll find that out in August. You know, it's all that. You got the veteran Crowder in the mix. Still could get, you know, still got, he's a guy, he's a savvy veteran from the slot, right? Yep. Colin Johnson. Hey, what if he has a real strong camp, a big body, right? Yeah, right. What are you going to do? You're going to cut him? Right. So it's yeah. going to be interesting, dude. Uh, you know, uh, that was the most interesting question I was presenting me the other day. I, you know, I really wasn't thinking about it too much. And so somebody hit me with, yo, what do you think about Shep? You think he makes a 53? I'm like, Wow, I don't know. So I wanted to bring it up for the podcast. It's interesting, too. Like, what, what position hurts him the most? Is it slot or is it outside? Right? Yes, I know he's more of a slot receiver, but Shep yeah. can play the outside. Sure. But will it be like the fact that Colin Johnson makes it, will that doom him? Because, well, then it's Hodges. It's, um, it's um, the Colin Johnson. Um, it's you know, Waller's going to be all of, I know he's listed as a tight end. I get it, but he's going to play a lot. Outside. <laughs> he's like he's going to be like a receiver. Right. Wide. Right. So is yeah. it the, is it the fact that a wide receiver, a true wide out is going to be the, the, the thing that kicks Shepard off the roster? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, we'll that'll, that'll be determined to be to, uh, to TBD right down the road. But it's something you can look at and go, this guy's a roster, you know, a lock. No way. Yeah. Um, all right, next one. Craig F. at the wreck. This may be hyperbole, but I feel like the success of this season rests a great deal on the shoulders of Evan Neal. What are you hearing about his development this offseason behind the scenes? What's his work ethic? Does he have the heart and desire to put the work in? Well, he's been working his butt off this offseason. He's awesome. been training with, um, damn, I forget the former offensive lineman that trains a lot of these young guys. Um, definitely has put in the work. Realizes that he needs to work on a lot of stuff, and he is working his butt. It wasn't like he went home and just, you know, did nothing to sort of see. No, he's been working his butt off. 
And we'll see. You know, we'll see if he improve. I expect a total improvement from him. I really do. Um, let's see. Steve Saliga, I think it is. At C- and by the way, guys, I- I'm going to say Hodges the rest of my life. It's Hodgins. I'm so sorry. I- it- it's such a, it's a, <laughs> so annoying. Steve Saliga, I hope I'm saying that right. At Seattle Tested, or Seattle Stead, I can't read. I don't quite understand the emergency quarterback rule. It says he has to be on the 53-man roster, yes. not from the practice squad. Yes. Looking back at last year, would Davis Webb have been the emergency quarterback most weeks? He was on the practice squad most of the season, correct? Mm-hmm. You guys are the best. Yes, that's the thing. You could have three quarterbacks now, but he has to be on the 53-man roster. Yeah. That's the difference. You know, yeah. you can't just call, all right, we're going to call up the, let's say Tommy DeVito makes his on the practice squad. All right, DeVito's going to be active this week. No, no, he has to be on the 53 roster. That, you know, it's nice that you're not going to see that scenario play out again, like what happened with the Niners. But at the same time, it's going to be interesting. You could still see coaches just go with two, Jerry. Yeah, I was going to say because it's going to take a valuable roster spot yeah, for somebody. They don't want to take up that roster spot. Yep. So you're going to still see coaches going with two, bro. Yeah. Only time you'll see it, Jerry, is if you you got one, two guys banged up. You know? Yeah. So. Good question, though, Steve. Nice job. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Nope. Guys, we've seen in past years, Giants teams. That was a good one. Um, that like in 2017 and 2021, have huge steps back in the second year. Mm-hmm. What can this Dable team do differently to avoid this? <laughs> well, play, I mean, I, I'll, I'll try it first. I mean, 2021, I, we didn't, I don't think we thought, and I got to go back and listen to those podcasts. I think we thought they'd progress from six and 10, but it wasn't like, all right, we're going to be, you know, 10 and six now. I, I don't think that was the thought process. 17 was the bad one. 17 was the one I was completely fooled from 2016. Um, and that was just a, that was a coaching issue obviously and you know the slick back hair and training camp and then and then you know what to be fair to McAdoo the injury upon injury upon yeah. injury at receiver was ridiculous the San Diego game I think they lost four receivers yeah um, I never sold up in my life I remember yeah that. it was absurd so a lot these teams and, and Dable are a lot different um it's a kind of a general answer but I don't know if you have a better one than that Chris no look I how do you not take a step back? Well, you stop. You stop the run first of all. I mean, because you're playing with fire when you can't when you give up 145 yards a game. Right. So they feel like they've done that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna have to score more points, right? Because they won a lot of tough games, close games last year, two point conversions at the end, yeah. right? A lot of get, couple of games that could have went either way. We know that, right? They nine seven and one. It could have been seven nine and one. Yeah. So they feel like they've added to the offense to get to get some more points, right? So. Look, Jerry, and the same old story, right? Try to stay somewhat healthy. Yeah. When injuries start coming in play, uh, you lose games. Yeah. When you lose impact guys to injury, you're going to lose games, bro. Soon it's going to catch up to yourself. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. 2017, you know, the 2016, the offense was pretty anemic down the stretch. We added Evan Ingram in the draft, who didn't work out, obviously. And then we added Brandon Marshall in free agency, who was a disaster. Right. Um, you know, this year we added Waller, who Chris is giving great reviews to. And, you know, just the drafting that Shane had this year, I just – it's a lot different now. But good question. Um, Josh Stanton, Chris, Jerry, which scenario is most likely to happen? One, Jalen Hyatt leads the team in receptions this season with 83. Walla returns to the Pro Bowl with a stat line of 75 catches, 1,000 yards, and 12 touchdowns. Or three, Chris finishes around minus seven. Hashtag best <laughs> Giants pod. 
Chris Finch is seven under. Well, that didn't happen. I can tell you that right now. So, uh, Darren Waller, obviously. I don't think Hyatt's going to lead the team in reception. I was going to say, I think he got a better shot at finishing line of seven than Hyatt leading the team in reception. <laughs> no, no. I think he got a better chance of Hyatt leading the team in reception right. than being seven under. Yeah. So, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with the Waller. Um, Godfather Brooklyn, great question. I kind of brought it up before, though. It's the Kelsey um, the Kelsey Waller comparison. So kudos to you. I was referring to your tweet, so thank you, buddy. He asked about the, the way they're going to use him. Mm-hmm. Um, another one about 2017 comparison. Guys, happy thoughts here, huh? I'm just kidding. Uh, Mecca of NYG, a little change-up question. Of our four Super Bowl winning teams, we only have three Hall of Fame players. Eli will make four. Of those four rosters, who is the biggest Hall of Fame snub Oh, thanks. Yeah. With a, with a, I think 1A would be Otis Anderson. Yeah, Otis Anderson. Yep. 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 But I would, you know, I. I, He was on the the all decade team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) mean, come on. To me, to me, it's Banks. You know, um, and Otis definitely is a guy that should be considered. Uh, We always said numerous times that he belongs, he belongs in, but so does Call. You know, I think Call would be, Call would be number one. Good question. Go a couple more. Uh, that's, Sal- a good, that's a good question, though, man. Yeah, that's a good question. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's interesting that only three players are on the hall of, in the Hall of Fame. I'd have to think it's LT, Carson, and uh, and Strahan. That's probably it. That's got to be it. So, of the uh, the four Super Bowls. Um, all right, Sal New York at G Man fan. Who is your under the radar free agent signing? That will make the, a bigger impact than people think. His guy is Campbell. I'll hang up and listen. So Chris mentioned him before. I'm telling you, maybe, I hope I don't doom him and he gets cut in the first round of cuts. I love the, the Jamison Crowder under the radar pickup. He's a reliable receiver. I, injuries are going to happen. I think if he can stay healthy uh, and he can return, shows that he can return punts, I think he has a decent shot of making this team. So I'm going to go with him. I know it's very under the radar, and Chris probably thinks I'm a buffoon, but I'm going no, Crowder. Always I, love Crowder. No, we just talked about Crowder. We always just, loved him. We just talked about Crowder. That, yeah. You know, he's he's going to be right there to make this team. No question about it. Yeah. No, not at all, dude. No, not at all. Jameson Crowder. Yeah. What was, I'm sorry, Jerry. What was the Who's the under the radar question? free agent signing that will make a bigger impact than people think? Well, that's a very good answer, Crowder, dude. I know. Why would I call you a buffoon in that? That's a good answer because Crowder was like came out a little bit later state, right? Late, yeah. Later stages of free agency. Oh yeah, we got we signed Crowder, a veteran, put him in a competition, all that, right? Yeah. Um, no, so that's a good answer, man. Um under the radar, I'm looking here because I kind of forget who the hell to be. That's gonna make an impact. Uh, I tell you what. Um I'm gonna go with this guy. You ready? Yeah. I kind of like this game, even in Miami. I kind of like this game a little bit in Washington. <laughs> I'm going to go with Bobby McCain yeah, <laughs> next, okay. to, next to McKinney. I, I I always sort of like this guy. I know he's coming off a little bit of like, ah, yeah, and all that. But uh, a little bit under the radar signing. You know, all right, we signed a veteran. You know, let him compete against next to McKinney. Uh, I'm going to go with Bobby McCain. Okay. This is, and I'll forget, folks, this is under the radar type signing. Not all signings, under the radar right. signings. Right. So. Right. Right. I'll go with McCain in that one. Um, from Keystone at Mr. Keto five. Have you ever, have you noticed any differences between this year's OTAs and last year's Chris? Nah, I've only been to one too. So now nah, it's way too early for that. Okay. Oh, the only one, listen, the only thing I can somewhat say of a difference, um, is that just the presence of Daniel. Oh, yeah. So far, just the presence of yeah. Daniel. Yep. Just something a little 
just watching him and studying him, just something a little different right now in a positive, very positive way. Dave from Cranford. I love this question. Why can't anyone question the Eagles? They lost two coordinators, seven starters, and have a tough schedule. I'm not saying they won't win a lot, but the G-Men improved more than they did. We needed to. I, we needed to. I get it. But they lost good safeties, best D-linemen, two running back. Hey, listen, Dave, I'm, I'm in, buddy. Hey, let's criticize all you want. I think the biggest loss for them is going to be on the coaching staff. I, don't, I think they replenished their players. We talked about this before. It's the coaching staff that it's like, you know what? Show me what you got until I... Yeah, you're the favorite, but I want to see what, what they do from a coaching perspective. So. Well, Jerry, we did a whole segment on this on yeah. the last podcast. We talked about closing the gap, right? Yeah. And we talked about, well, did they close the gap out of Austin? No, I don't think the Giants have. But where could they have closed the gap? We talked about it. They lost yeah. their coordinators. We don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. You know, we don't know. Right. Right. We felt, you know, we felt that's where they closed the gap. Even more so is our coaching today, you know, against their coaching staff. Uh, we're going to see how their new coordinators play out. Yep. You know, that's right there, you know. So, you know, they still got the, the best roster in the division, but yeah, that doesn't mean it's not going to go south for them, you know. Yep. And that's that's what you hope for. But, hey, I'll take our coaching staff over there, guys. You know, I'm not, I wasn't crazy about Jonathan Gannon to begin with. Right. Uh, right. You know, I know he's gone. He's over in Arizona, you know. Um, no, I do look – I like the head coach. I, I hate to admit it, but I like the head coach. Uh, even though he act like a buffoon against the Giants in that playoff game, and but um, you know we'll see them twice this year. We'll see what happens, and we'll you know we'll see what happens with them. But um, no, look, we we're hoping that coaching staff that's going to be a big difference with them. We'll see. Before I ask the last question, isn't it amazing that the Cardinals may move on from Kyler Murray after moving on so quickly from Josh Rosen? Like I've never seen this before, where you just rifle through through, through quarterbacks like this, Jerry. I think I've mentioned this before. I understand it's Kyler Murray's. He's a lot to handle, bro. Yeah, he's a lot to handle. Yeah. So that, look, know. that was we all know that was Kingsbury's guy. Yeah, right. Um, but he's not there anymore. Yep. You know, I just could not believe the contract they gave him last year. You know, when they gave him that big deal the extension, I, I just like, what are you doing? Right. Wait another year, you know. But yeah. <coughs> you know, that's why the Cardinals are the Cardinals. Um. <laughs> That, uh, Rob Curseys and Lisa, um, well wishes for a good holiday. Thanks, guys. Uh, one more. Kayvon Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau at a New York Giants fan. Who do you think will be the person with the second most receiving yards on the team? He's saying Waller will be the first. I'll go with Darius Slayton. I will go with Isaiah Hodgins. Hodgins. Oh, uh, there you go. You go. You're gonna, 967. Wow. <laughs> exactly. So. Nine sixty-seven. What else you come up with that number? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So there you go. Nice. Good job. Um, thanks for the questions, everybody. Awesome updates, dude. That was uh, fun. Fun to listen to you. Uh, listen to you talk about how awesome Darren Waller is and Daniel Jones. And if Saquon could sign, man, this would be utopia for Giant fans, dude. My yep. God. No question about it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see, man. Ah. Like we talked about earlier, man. Um, two weeks ago, I would have been like, "I'll oh, stop." You know, he's going to sign. Now it's like, "Oh, you know." Right, right. right. <laughs> so we'll see. All right, good stuff, dude. All right, guys, we'll come back next week. Um, probably maybe Tuesday, Monday. We'll, we'll let you know. Um, but to order a subscription to the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M A G Z T E R. All right, guys, Sundays are Giant days. Take care, everybody.
Bye-bye, everybody.